Well, you're listening to Quad Dot Rocks, God of the World and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, you got it, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. Hey, this is season 11, and before I go any further, I want to tell you a short story about the number 11. A good friend of mine and a member of the church which I pastored in Texas several years ago was the chief engineer, and I really don't know what his title was, but his whole job was to keep the television station Channel 11 on the air. And so he spent a lot of time out at a place in Dallas called Cedar Hill, where there is this massive communication radio tower. It's over a thousand feet long, but Channel 11 broadcasts from that tower. But back in the day when they sought permission to put up a special tower there at their facility on, I believe it's Interstate 30, they wanted to put up a tower, a tall tower, and Buddy, my friend Buddy, tells me that their permission was denied. And so what they did was they built the number one that was going to be the first of the two digits for the number 11, put the equipment in tower number one, and actually never got around to building the second tower. And so by default, they achieved getting the tower they wanted, but never completed the number 11. And that's the way I've heard the story. So anyway, on with the show. This is season 11, episode 238, title, When an Enlarged Heart is a Great Thing. Subtitle, Voices from the Past, reading number two, Pray Without Ceasing. In the first reading from the devotional book, Voices from the Past, I read a devotion on the topic of providence. Today's reading is focused on prayer, and it comes from Thomas Manton's works, volume number one, pages 13 through 20. In the book, Voices from the Past, volume one, you can find it on page two, January 2nd. Thomas Manton was born in 1620 and died in 1677 and was an English Puritan clergyman. He was a clerk to the Westminster Assembly and a chaplain to Oliver Cromwell. He led a robust life of teaching and outreach in several different places in his life. It's interesting, though, to find out in his last 15 years of living, his life was quite tumultuous due to the oppressive actions of by the British government as their state-sponsored version of Christianity served to promote harsh persecution of Christians who didn't toe the party line in cooperation with the central government. And friend, this is encouraging to note because people like Manton, who demonstrate a life of faith, continued commitment, and the use of their gifts and talents from God, even though the living circumstances are very hard, These people stand as witnesses to us that we, too, can ride hard in the midst of the storms of life and still know the peace of God that passes all understanding. I'll have a link to the Wikipedia article on Manton. It's very good. I would encourage you to read it. It will give you a lot of inspiration. As always, special thanks to General Manager John Rawlinson and the publisher of The Banner of Truth for the permission to record these 20 chosen daily readings from the Daily devotional book, Voices from the Past, Volume 1. And there are actually two volumes, but in each volume you get 365 days of readings. Well worth the money. It's edited by Richard Rushing. 
Full copyright information is in the show notes along with a hyperlink to the publisher to order the book and get the copy for yourself. And I, friend, I really recommend that. You can get it in several different forms for your Kindle and Clothbound, which I have. I would recommend you get the hardback because also you're probably going to find that you're going to write notes in the daily devotionals. But in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, it says, Pray without ceasing. The closet and solitary prayer is a necessary duty and a profitable one. It does much for the enlargement of the heart. When a man seeks to deal most earnestly with God, he should seek retirement and be alone. Christ in his agonies went apart from his disciples. It is notable that when Jacob sought to wrestle with God, it said, and Jacob was left alone. Genesis 32 verse 24. When he had a mind to deal with God in great earnestness, he sent away all his company. A hypocrite finds a greater flash of gifts in his public duties, but he is slight and superficial when he is alone with God. Usually, God's children are able to most affectionately pour out their hearts before him in private. Here, they find their affections free to wrestle with God. Here, one finds most communion with God and an enlargement of heart. In private, we are wholly at leisure to deal with God in a childlike liberty. Now, will you omit this duty, where you may be most free without distraction to let out your heart to God? The sweetest experiences of God's saints are when they are alone with Him. Without seeking God often, the vitality of the soul is lost. We may as well expect a crop and harvest without sowing, as living grace without seeking God. God is first cast out of the closet, and then out of the family, and within a little while out of the congregation. Omit secret prayer, and some great sin will follow. A man who is often with God does not dare to offend him so freely as others do. Religion, as it were, dies by degrees. Whatever else is forgotten, God must not be forgotten. Make God a good allowance. Make a prudent choice yourselves and consecrate such a part of time as will suit with your occasions, your course of life, and according to your abilities and opportunities. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace. Peace.